0: I am Mike Gorman, the voice of the Boston Celtics, and you're listening to The Shootaround.
1: Hey, everyone, and welcome back to The Shootaround. Today, we are joined by a very special guest. You know, former BC star and current Clippers guard, Jerome Robinson. Yeah, thanks Jerome, for having me. Yeah, thank you so thank much, you, man. man. You no know, no first problem. off, how are you doing? How's How's your weekend been Good, so far?
2: All-star breaks. So enjoy this little break, but... uh you know back to business after this but it's, it's good to be back in boston for
1: yeah for sure yeah for sure so uh you looking forward to any of your teammates participating in the, in the yeah weekend? yeah
2: shay's playing in in the next 15 minutes Oh yeah, um, so i'm definitely gonna watch that while i'm at dinner but um yeah it's that's gonna be awesome to watch uh, all-star break is you know a good break to have but especially when you got guys competing it's it's great to watch that's sure. awesome for so sure.
0: You were talking about being back in Boston, so what originally factored into your decision to come to BC as opposed to, I read, Florida International, like Old Dominion, and uh, Youngstown State?
2: Yeah, so um, I wasn't highly recruited, Mm -hmm. Um, and with BC, I mean, it was in the ACC, and I grew up in ACC country, Mm -hmm. Um, grew up a Carolina fan, but uh, I mean, with that, it was no problem with me about being, you know, kind of far in Boston, because a lot of my games are you know, kind of close to home, so my Mm -hmm. parents weren't, you know, bad traveling to Virginia, North Carolina, um, South Carolina, Florida, all those kind of games, so, uh, you know, it was, and it was a perfect fit for me as far as the school, uh, the coaches, and and the kind of style of play.
1: Yeah, so you just mentioned that
2: you were a Carolina
1: fan growing up, and, uh, you know, last year you guys at BC took down a a stacked Duke team, which, uh, that must have been a little personal there. Oh, yeah. uh, So take us through that game and, like, you know, what, what
2: happened afterwards. Yeah, so... Uh, it started off rough you know we had a couple of turnovers earlier I remember um they got a couple of dunks on us I was like dang like this, this can't turn to another like Duke stumps yeah. you know BC kind of yeah. game so you know we we just kind of stuck with it Kai had a great game um you know other play, like Jordan had a great game I had a great game so I, I think you know us three just kind of willing it um you know hitting shots making big plays was was huge for us and you know, to see that court storm in the end was, was a great feeling, I feel like. That's awesome. Yeah, that's
0: great. So, I have to ask this. Um, after the ACC tournament in 2016, the senior, Dennis Clifford, was asked about his favorite thing in DC, yeah. and he said, going out to eat. Yeah. I mean, as a fan, you can't help but think that's hilarious. Yeah. Do you, did you guys all, like, make fun of him for that? And yeah, what's no, your thoughts no, no. on that?
2: I thought it was funny at first. I was like, why would he say that? But, you know, behind it was, like, what he meant more of was, like, the friendships we had. Mm-hmm we're so deep to every time we went out to eat was like we didn't want to leave you right. know what i mean like we thought that was the greatest moment we were having cuz everybody clicked and everybody that's thought awesome. everything was funny you know what i mean so yeah. i thought you know that's what i definitely understood about what he said but how he said it in the moment to everybody else it was, was funny you know what i mean hilarious. so 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 I, I get how it is funny and i called him and when i was with AJ when we called him about right. it and he, he was like yo my phone like literally does not work like it's been on <laughs> it's on, been on sports all day everybody's been calling about it so no like like, I see how it's funny, but I do see what he meant at yeah. the end of the day. You know what I yeah. mean? Because yeah, it, it was more like I was my brother, and, like, every time we went to go eat, like, it was, like, you know, all the brothers getting free food and, like, yeah. you know, and just enjoying the time. Mm-hmm. And that was the best enjoyment we we had that season. Awesome. So, yeah. That's awesome.
1: So, last year at BC, you really elevated your game to the next level. Um, was there any particular point where you realized, like, you were like, damn, I got a real chance to get drafted here? Like, yeah. what was that point in your life? I, you I actually like, really I, thought I that
2: um, – You know, the summer before my junior year, I was out in California working out um, with a lot of pre-draft and pro guys, and you know, I thought at the end of the day, every day I, I was dominating the gym. You know, I thought that when we played live, when we played like three on three, that I was, you know, the the best guy in there. And so when I went back to college, I was like, nobody prepared the way I prepared, and so I thought that every game, no matter what nobody played the way I played in the summer Mm -hmm. and I was just translating that and so I thought that you know I I didn't even think about the pros during the season I just thought that I was the best player every night every night I just thought I was the best player it's the best way to go about your business exactly and so you know I I just thought it took care of itself and without me thinking about the future and getting distracted I thought that helped me the most that's That's awesome
0: so then obviously you graduate graduate, you got declared for the draft so talk about like the the pre-draft process and like when you really start to figure out, oh, like I'm gonna be a Clipper. Like, well, yeah. what was that all like?
2: Yeah. So pre-draft process. Um, I was on vacation uh, when I got a call from my parents. Like, yo, like, like everything we're hearing, you know, because I, I really don't my parents as far as like, right. you know, my kind of decision of what I was gonna do, and mm-hmm. they were like, hey, if you really want to leave, like, you're gonna have to leave in two weeks. And I was I was in Colorado at the time, and they were like, you're gonna leave in two weeks to start pre-draft stuff and get you know really serious about this. And so you know i, I kind of took it for that and uh, i ended up going to california back to california mm-hmm. working out um you know going through pre-draft and stuff like that and then i ended up getting hurt actually hurt my wrist mm-hmm. and um uh, ended up hurting my wrist um, but and then working out for those teams and still kind of dominating through my through my pre-draft workouts mm-hmm. and you know I, and before even all my workouts were You know, people were saying I I could be lottery to anywhere in the first round. So I had a huge range, but it all Mm -hmm. depended on how my workouts were going to go. And so I worked out for all the teams with high picks and medium picks, you know what I mean, and kind of picking and choosing. You know, Mm -hmm. I give a lot of credit to my agent, you know, for kind of picking where I, I should go work out and, you know, who I should work out against.
1: That's awesome. So, like, to follow up on that real quick, like, what would you say factored into your decision to leave your senior year of BC and just go straight yeah. to the NBA? Junior. Like, you... Junior. So I love. Oh yeah. Have my junior... Sorry. So... No, you're good. You go. Yeah. Um, not good. Not going so... for
2: your senior year. <laughs> yeah. So forfeit my senior year. I would say, um, what I did was kind of hard to replicate. You know what yeah. I mean? For the season yeah. I had, I mean, averaging. I what think world? I was twenty. You, yeah, you know what I mean? I averaged twenty-one points in conference. Um, you know winning the games we can win willing my team you know right. some W's putting on performances that I had I mean it's There's I no mean, you, else know else you, mean? Like, it's, you know what I mean uh, unless I averaged 30 points and there right. was nothing else you know right. cause, so you're going to go back and they're going to extra like look at you and kind of like dissect you in ways that aren't even like really possible mm-hmm. they just find an excuse you know what yeah. I mean so that I think mm-hmm. at that time it's you got to go and you got to go and you got to take advantage of, of your time
1: yeah you're ready for it. <laughs> so, uh, teams in the NBA Combine, you know, they're they're notorious for asking players strange questions. And uh, a specific example we have is uh, Frank Mason got asked how he hoped to die. <laughs> so, uh, my question for you is: Were you asked any of these like bizarre questions during your combine during your combine experience? And if not, like, what's the weirdest question you've yeah. been asked in an so, interview? So
2: you know what's funny is like all my interviews like and the interview process I heard now is way. Way way bigger than it was, you know, in the past. Like mm-hmm. it was like, oh, interview, like blah blah blah. blah. But they really want to get to know, you know, who they're getting on their team, who they're gonna pay, who they, you know, who they're gonna have as right. their culture. You know, what I mean, the mm-hmm. culture in the NBA is huge. And so, for some reason, everywhere I went, they were like, "So what weird questions did you get asked?" You know what I mean? Like they like really? want to know what questions I got asked. That's and weird. And I never got asked any weird questions. Like that was the weirdest weird thing. Question. So I'm like, so every t- so every time I got hurt, I was like, no, I haven't got any, I haven't got anything weird. And everybody's like, oh, we're not gonna ask you anything weird. So I'm just thinking like, hmm. When, am, when is somebody going right. to really surprise me with a weird question? I never really got anything weird. I, that's a that's weird part about my whole, my whole process. That's,
0: that's weird. So, I mean, you get drafted, obviously, you're a Clipper. So, how have you adjusted to life in the NBA? Like, uh, Robert Williams working on the Celtics, he said he literally doesn't know what day of the week it is. Yeah. Is it that? Is it that serious for you? Like, No, how you it
2: is that. I, um, you don't, to be <laughs> honest. Like, you don't have weekends, you have what days are off is your weekend so right. it could be Tuesday and Wednesday it could be Monday yeah. be your day off you know what I mean so you take it day by day and you, you get lost in the days to be honest because yeah. you're just going you're just going and going and going and whenever your day off is is your weekend you know right. what I mean my weekend can be Thursday it can be Monday it can mm-hmm. be Sunday Switch you know what I mean week, so yeah. right so it can be different. So, yeah, I understand exactly yeah. where he's coming from.
1: Yeah, and can you tell us a little bit about your experience with the uh, with Agua Caliente Clippers, you know, and, like, uh, how g- yeah. how do you, life in the G League is uh, comparable to life in the NBA?
2: Yeah, so I, I think so life in the G League, as far as an assignment player, you know, they, they try to take care of you and stuff like that. But, you know, you go down there and kind of try to get your feel. You try to get your understanding of the game. And, you know, they let you play. Everything's kind of run through you and mm-hmm. – you know, it's, it's a good feeling to go out in there and you kind of get your confidence up, and then you, you know, they do that so you can translate it to the NBA, you know, because it's a very similar game as far as like schemes and everything. Obviously, times level is a little different, but if, if you get the understanding of it all, you can easily translate it to the NBA. Mm-hmm. So I think it is a, a good supplement as far as players that aren't getting a lot of time in the NBA to use to go to the NBA. Yeah, for sure. I bet
1: it gets your body right and everything. Yeah, for again. sure. Uh, so what would you say your favorite road arena that you've played in so far has been and why and then like also if you if you want to name your least favorite you can but yeah I don't want to bash <laughs> so my favorite
2: I'm trying to think where I played Toronto was cool mm-hmm. I like Toronto Boston was I, and I, I went to Boston when I was in college and right. like when you go to Boston, it's ninety nine percent Boston Celtics fans, and then one percent of whoever else is there. Yeah. You know what I mean? No yeah. matter who is playing, Celtics fans are in there, no matter mm-hmm. what. The you know real what I mean? Ones. No, I'm am serious. Like they are heavy, heavy. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? Like so, it's it's hard. Like Boston was was dope to play in. Mm-hmm. Like obviously being back in Boston was cool. So I think that was more for me personal. You know what I mean? Like I thought it was cool to be back. Yeah, right. Um, I'm trying to think who else we played. Philly was cool. Like that was that was a good game too. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess we have, like, the,
0: the major market teams. You yeah, know, those, those, those,
2: like, major market teams are cool. I, it's a person, So I grew up in Fort Lauderdale for a little bit, mm-hmm. and I thought playing in Miami was dope. Oh, yeah. Um, I like the arena, too, just, like, the way it looked, the colors in there oh, and yeah. stuff. You've it's been cool. there, haven't you, Adam? Yeah.
0: Personally, as a, I, went, uh, I went over Christmas. I saw uh, Heat Raptors, and the okay. only thing that annoyed, annoyed me was every time they make a three, they have, like, some... Like sirens and some yeah, like. Yeah. Do you notice that? Did yeah. You?
2: They they always have like different arenas have like noises and like yeah, music they, had, they like, play. And yeah, that's yeah like the, exactly. Yeah. yeah. They a lot even play really. music during the games. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like, yeah. I wasn't used to that. No. Uh-huh. So you'd be dribbling the ball and they're playing some Cardi B. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> You're like what, what what's going on? Yeah. But, yeah. And
1: Boston's still one of those arenas that doesn't do that. Yeah. Exactly. That's true. I like that's true. I to stick
2: to
0: basketball, which is great. Um, so how was your first trade deadline as a player? I know yeah as a fan it's different because i can sit here and say oh i'd trade tatum for davis i mm-hmm. wouldn't do that but as a player like you experience that like just how was it and especially with your team kind of revamping and retooling like yeah. just just talk about how that whole yeah so was.
2: both times i was asleep really so when tobias Bobby, and mike got traded i was asleep woke up had a call from the president text message from the president and i was like for a second i thought i got traded right it was like like That's not unfortunately like, we have news. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like yeah. it's text messages. I just read at the beginning, it's like, unfortunately we have the news that we've traded, and I'm like, oh no. Like, yeah. And I had a call from at like two in the morning, I'm like, oh no. And it was like Tobias, Bobby, Mike Sky got traded. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then we had shoot around when we when we were in Indiana, we had shoot around with our team. And then took a nap, woke up for like, you know, thirty minutes for for the bus left mm-hmm. and three more players or two players got traded, two players got dropped. Mm-hmm. When I woke up, you know what I mean. So I'm yeah. like, wow, it's just, like, it's crazy how yeah. you know you don't. When the deadline comes, like stuff starts moving like right away, right away, right away. Right. Like that whole like, that week is ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. Ridiculous, yes. So what
1: are your thoughts on the moves that your team made? I mean,
2: yeah. So um, I mean, talk about the new guys. Um, you, got. you know, I, I think it kind of depends how you look at it. Um, mm-hmm. In the short term, it hurts. Definitely. You know of course. Like yeah. you know, you got Tobias, who I think should have been an all-star. Oh, definitely. 100 um, percent. You know, Bobby, who helps. That's what you um, and then I, I think that um, you know, in the long term, I mean, it helps. You get a lot of picks, those those key picks, mm-hmm. yeah. you young guys. Um, but you guys are you know, battling for a playoff spot. Yeah, you know just what I mean. To revamp and, your roster, in the and the thing of is, we're, we're still, but we're still in that playoff spot. You right. know what I mean? So like, competitive. we still yeah. exactly, we still have a very competitive team at the end of the day. And I think, um, I mean, hey, it kind of depends how you want to look at it. You know? Right.
0: Definitely. I mean, like, you weren't majorly thrown around but do you ever pay attention to someone who's like if do you ever see yourself in like potential deals like there's
2: yeah like you you just when trade day line or when the trade day line comes you just don't know you know what i mean for mm-hmm. me it's my first time going through it and you know for me i'm like hey i take it for what it is if i get traded i get traded if right I no don't, i don't um and the end of the day i'm still playing basketball exactly. still providing and you know it, it is what it is right
1: so um you know, as Celtics fans, we grew up idolizing Doc Rivers and that in that championship team with KG, uh, Pierce, and Allen. Can you tell us what a little bit, or uh, can you tell us what it's been like playing under Doc Rivers and how has he helped you like develop your game thus far?
2: Yeah, no, Doc. Um, I really love Doc as far as like his understanding of the game, uh, you know, great IQ, great. I mean, out of, out of time, I was one of the greatest of drawn up plays. Um, And, you know, he he really has a great relationship with players because he was a player, you know, so he understands a lot of of what we go through. um, And he knows how to win. So he's only coaching to win. He's only coaching to be better. Um, And so, you know, I have huge respect for Doc as far as, you know, him as a coach and as a player as well.
0: That's awesome. Proven winner. Yeah. All right, so we got these rapid-fire questions. Yeah, we We got got five rapid-fire questions to finish it off. Let's get it. All right, first one, who's the funniest teammate?
2: Lou Will.
1: Lou Will, okay. Yeah, for sure. Best opponent trash talker you've faced so far?
2: Uh, best opponent trash talker. To be honest, we have the best trash talker on our team is Patrick. That's Ever. what I that's what he's a, Yeah. He's the best prash, in practice. That's probably my best opponent trash talker. Really? Like, other than that, like I really haven't heard anybody go crazy. But Pat, if he's on the bench not playing, oh, he's talking yeah. trash. It don't matter. All right.
0: Go-to fast food place? Um, Chick-fil-A
1: yes i respect that i'm a chick respect guy for sure uh
0: favorite player growing up uh d wade d wade kind of play like yeah that makes sense it's on your pre-game playlist pre-game
2: playlist uh blow a bag by future mm-hmm. um drake mob ties uh yeah i, I think those two are okay. for sure will get played on the playlist
0: last question what was it like playing with phobon
2: that's my guy, Bobby. Yeah. Bobby. Bobby's a Chico. I call him Chico. Yeah. Because you get in trouble, you just lob just it up to him. You, throw it as high as you can. Like if he doesn't come with it, hey, it is what it is. Exactly. But most of the time he's going to come down with it because everybody's jumping early. You just throw it up as high as you can. It's, it's Bobby. He's going to grab it somehow, somewhere. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah.
1: All right, guys, well, that's all the time we got for this episode today. Uh, Jerome, you know, anything you want to send off or no, say I mean, before I, we wrap I appreciate
2: out? you guys having me. Um, you know, glad to be back in Boston and connecting with you that's guys. Awesome. I think it's awesome. Um, so, no, I appreciate everything. Yeah, thanks Thank for you the you opportunity so much, to have a lifetime, man. No problem, man.